Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, and I'm joined for our market update by Jason Durden, Head of Energy Markets and Risk Management at Alpha. Jason, when we last spoke, it was all about carbon, but I gather, you know, we've been somewhat neglecting, I think, gas, but I gather that's all changed. What's been happening with gas on the markets? Yes, thank you, Jeremy. Um, Yeah, very much we've seen real action on the front end of the curve uh, as we've moved into um, August and uh, significant price moves um, rippling right out through sort of end of uh, winter 20. You know, lots of bits of stories to support, no great individual one story driving, but we are moving into what should be a lower demand period one which is possibly going to see increased fossil fuel demand from a heat wave that's currently uh, in parts of northwest and uh, southern europe well that might sound counterintuitive to some you know hot weather why should that lead to increased gas burning is it because of outages of other plant what's what's the explanation there in local market terms increased air conditioning load is more demand for power and uh, more demand for power in markets like the uk and the netherlands will mean more gas usage but probably more importantly is well, the large market the large generator uh, france uh, france is seeing some extreme uh, 40 degree temperatures right across the south at the moment and um, that means that uh, with their nuclear fleet predominantly river-based for cooling, so they are having to throttle back on generation um, for fear of breaching very strict rules about how high they can heat the rivers to cool their plant when it gets particularly hot. Uh, that therefore leads on to uh, an increased demand for fossil fuels to supplement um, the lack of nuclear um, during a heat wave or a hot spell. So I say nothing that we don't really see most summers in one form or another, but quite a few things going on that are just colliding together to make um, price action on the front end of the curve very interesting. It's interesting about the the French reactors, and of course this has been a problem in the past. Um, sure, will continue to be for some time. Rather different in the UK because our our nuclear power stations are all located at the coasts, and uh, so that particular condition uh, doesn't apply. But of course our our markets are connected, and high prices in France are going to have an impact here. Uh, but I guess there are other things that go on in the gas market at this time of year. Summer maintenance is is that reducing or perhaps uh, uh, curtailing some of the the supply that might be available is this an issue at all do you think yeah so we've still got an overhang of not just uk maintenance in the north sea but also uh norwegian continental shelf maintenance uh, not really surprising on the basis that uh, there was a very still start to uh, regular maintenance and some maintenance had been cancelled and reinstated um, due to obviously the lockdown situation at the beginning of sort of the summer maintenance season so you know whilst we have very limited demand there there could be quite easily uh, several sessions throughout the month where we are seeing difficulty with you know supply meeting demand levels purely just just on on routine maintenance and as i say in itself probably not a concern but when you add that with uh, perhaps a little bit more demand based on um, increased cooling load 
and you know perhaps some more reliance on medium range storage to to bridge any short term gap that then leads into uh, bigger demand to replenish that in sort of the shoulder next month in September. So I say li- lots of little bits and pieces that all added together have uh, just seen the uh, the bulls and the market manipulators out there uh, been able to really, really push the front end of the curve to the order of 25% in two sessions. 25% of the current gas price isn't actually a lot of money, but significant moves in terms of uh, what we're seeing uh, as a not completely unusual lift going into a new month. New month deliveries can also always see a little bit of uh, perhaps anticipation and uh, really just in case in in terms of the last two weeks of last month of July where we saw prices uh, sort of unwinding a lot of premium that had been dialed in from one reason or another we're now seeing that all flood back into the market and, and catching a few people out. Indeed, and as you rightly pointed out, um, in percentage terms, these price hikes look quite dramatic. Indeed, indeed they are. Uh, but it ought to be some reassurance, I think, to the energy users listening to this discussion that in, in absolute terms, you know, gas prices remain pretty low. And, uh, uh, you know, I guess that's some crumb of comfort in, in difficult economic times for business users, particularly industrial ones, that at least those costs are no higher than they might be. But I just wondered what are the sort of influences from further afield outside the European market, you know, Russian gas coming in or indeed American gas? What are the influences there that are that are starting to impact on the market. Two stories uh, that have broken this month that really kind of just uh, also throw the volatility uh, sort of curve back up in the air again is we uh, we know that the Polish regulator has uh, fined the Russians for Nord Stream 2 on the market anti-trust, anti-competitive basis um, in terms of access. Uh, Not anything that's unusual there. There's been a, a long spat between uh, between Poland's regulators and the Russians over Nord Stream. I mean, primarily because it cuts them uh, out of the transit loop effectively or, or significantly. In terms of yesterday uh, coming in from America, America prices had um, fallen significantly for gas from very low levels anyway, on the basis that uh, European gas prices have collapsed over the summer and the spreads needed to export LNG or create turn gas into LNG and export it into Europe that we saw at the beginning of the year from uh, from the US um, wasn't financially viable. And we've seen two or three months with very little terms of LNG coming out of the US. Well, with storage full, even despite a hot uh, summer in the southern United States, we are expecting and beginning to see more schedules arriving um, and a story yesterday breaking that uh, August and September exports from the US into Europe, amongst others, uh, should begin to uh, recapture the uh, losses of the last few months. So counterintuitive, really, that that sent a massive spike across American gas markets. So although really, if you're viewing it from a single point of view, you would suggest that actually re-exporting gas, that underlines the security of supply for Europe for what we expect to be a very well supplied early winter Q4. Suddenly a big spike in American prices as they try and temper some of that gas from 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 leaving the US or, or you know leaving uh, US uh, consumers short. Um, 
um, you know, just wa- washes over and gives the whole complex that extra bullish um, bullish feel. So a lot of, as with so many financial markets at the moment, the textbooks can be torn up with uh, current situations. And some things that would seem normally counterintuitive are uh, are actually acting as supportive in terms of the volatility that we're seeing in current markets. Indeed, it's one of the things that's always interested me that the difference between in approach between America and Europe on on natural gas and America, of course, benefiting economically at least um, from fracking there. And it always strikes me as strange that. Uh, so many European countries uh, are quite negative about fracking uh, ever taking place in Europe, but quite happy when there are cargoes of relatively um, attractively priced American LNG uh, that, that could help them out, which is an interesting question in itself. But I, I wondered, what are your thoughts about the impact of these gas price movements on carbon, which of course we've, we've talked about a lot in recent weeks, and of course on the UK and other gas-dependent power markets. On, on carbon first, does it have any implications there? Does the high gas prices uh, help support high carbon prices? How does it work? It, it is marginal. I mean, clearly burning more gas will require, if you're, if you're replacing renewables or nuclear energy with gas, there is a bigger carbon requirement. That demand has to be met. So technically, there is a, a, a bullish feel there, but uh, we're, we're not seeing that. I mean, carbon really has been doing, uh, as we well know, its own thing over the last few months. And uh, the impact of the uh, noise on the front end of the gas curve across Europe has left the uh, carbon uh, market decidedly uh, non-plussed at the moment. We're kind of seeing levels on the 20 contract, uh, very stable around 26 euros and largely unmoved. In terms of power pricing, of course, we are seeing an impact. We are seeing prices out to to summer 21 uh, being lifted by higher gas prices. Uh, we're seeing that in the Netherlands as well, another gas-dependent market. Obviously, in France and uh, Germany, we don't see that so much because they're nuclear and coal-based. So carbon not really being impacted by this, although technically you would expect greater short-term use of uh, of gas um, during a late European heatwave to um, to support demand for credits. But really, I mean, carbon's been so far ahead of where people expected it to be largely unmoved, um, despite yesterday's uh, move up in gas. Well, thank you, Jason. That's been extremely interesting. Um, it's been a while since we talked gas in such detail. Uh, perhaps it's it's just as well we caught up. What will be very interesting is to see in the weeks ahead whether uh, your hunch is right and the part of this is a, is a short-term push uh, or whether there's something something more, more radical going on. Time will tell. So thank you for that. Well, I hope you found that discussion useful. And if you'd like to find out some further information or read our reports, please visit our website at alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK. And we hope you join us again for a podcast soon.